You're listening to the World Watch weekly podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Andrew and sitting in the room with me today <laughs> is Jared. Woo. This is our first podcast we have ever done in person together. This has uh, been exclusively a Zoom podcast until now, so this is exciting. And so thank you for all of you who have stuck with us through the first 70 plus episodes. Uh, and here we are at this episode, I'm going to guess 79. I don't know if that's true or not. It just sounds right. Uh, and so here we are together. And you know what? First podcast together uh, in person. thought, let's go right back to the beginning and let's talk about the number one country on the world watch list, North Korea. North Korea has been the number one on the world watch list since 2002. And it is a very difficult place to be a Christian. The only person who is allowed to be worshipped in North Korea is Kim Jong-un, the supreme leader. And so the worship of Jesus is illegal. It is illegal to be Christian. It is illegal to own a Bible. And so uh, a very difficult place to be a Christian. And yet there are uh, hundreds of thousands of Christians in North Korea. And so people often ask, well, if North Korea is such a difficult country to, uh, for Christians and it's such a close country, then how do we actually help North Korean Christians? And so that's what Jared and I are here to talk about. Uh, and so let's dig right in. Uh, Jared, could you tell us, I mean, one of the easiest ways that we do is by broadcasting uh, radio ministry to North Koreans. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for all the control that, that that the government has on communication and information in the country, it's harder for them to control what's broadcast on the airwaves. And so what happens is that most nights, about five, five nights a week, uh, Open Doors partners located outside North Korea are able to broadcast programs over radio waves into North Korea. And so secret believers who have access to radio are able to listen to uh, biblical teaching and, and discussions and teachings for different audiences and topics and sermons as well as music. And so even though it's, it's entirely illegal to have Christian resources available in North Korea, the believers who are living there in secret are able to be, you know, spiritually nourished through a radio program. And then for the people who happen to be secret uh, leaders and teachers of the Christian community, these programs are able to help them be more equipped with the knowledge of the Bible in their lives. There's a story of a pastor named Min Soo, and he uh, escaped North Korea to pastor in a different country. And he remembers first hearing about the gospel through a radio program. And I have a quote from him. It says, I couldn't sleep at night and I was fiddling with the radio when I heard it. Even now, I still remember the pastor's sermon on the program. The sermon was a story of a person who had fallen off a cliff in the mountains and grabbing a tree branch as he fell, he was holding on and started praying for his life 
he started praying to give his life to God, excuse me. And Minsu remembers being so impacted by that story that he began to learn more about the Christian God. And years and years later, he's actually come back to be a speaker on the radio ministry. And he says, we can use such programs like this to spread the word of God. And if we can deliver the message properly, we will create a wide spectrum of opportunities to deliver the gospel to every citizen in North Korea. And so, so the government can't stop radio waves. And so uh, the, the word of God is brought in through the radio. That's a pretty powerful way of reaching North Koreans. Yeah, and, and that's not to say there's no challenges there. Um, for one thing, there, there is attempts to disrupt the radio frequency that the programs are broadcast on. And so, you know, when that happens, sometimes the sound quality will be so poor that it's hard to listen to. And, and the other problem is just the lack of radios for North Korean believers um, or the difficulty in maybe fixing an old radio or, or getting batteries for a radio. But the, the most serious challenge to it is actually just having that device in the first place. If, if someone is discovered listening to a Christian radio station, they will be, you know, as we mentioned, arrested or imprisoned or uh, sometimes even worse than that. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, I mean, that's cool. That's a, a great way for, for us to reach out to North Koreans. Now, now, do we ever do any in-person help uh, with Christians from North Korea? So that is the other way that Open Doors Partners are able to minister to North Korean believers uh, is in-person training. Uh, and the key to that is that it's not done in North Korea. Uh, we have uh, a network of safe houses in China, which is right uh, the, the border that is touching North Korea. Now, leaving North Korea without official permission is illegal and of course dangerous, but by the grace of God, some secret believers do actually make it across the border, uh, whether it's escaping or sometimes official business. But when a secret believer is able to cross the border into China, we try to connect them with one of our safe houses there where they'll receive biblical training, uh, biblical teaching, again, uh, worship together. And that's still dangerous because if these safe houses in China are discovered, then these believers can be deported back to North Korea and they can be brutally punished there. But, you know, the risk is, is worth it for them because they want to learn more about Jesus. As for the actual training itself, I have a quote here again, this time from, uh, well, we'll call him Simon. He's the coordinator for our ministry among North Korean believers. And he says, the biblical training at these safe houses depends on the level of knowledge of our North Korean visitors. Generally, we focus on basic knowledge of the Bible. If they've been trained before, we train them in leadership so that they can go back to lead the secret North Korean churches when they return to North Korea. So in a lot of ways, it's very, very basic biblical teaching because so many of the, these believers haven't been able to access that before. And so they come and they say, I know a little bit about God and Jesus. I want to learn more. And then occasionally some who have uh, deeper levels of teaching will be trained in how to lead other Christians. And then besides the biblical training these safe houses will also provide practical help, like food and medicines. And sometimes North Koreans actually learn about Jesus for the first time. And so they aren't already believers, but they get connected in China. So you might have someone who's visiting a relative in China, 
And these people are just looking for ways to get connected in China, looking for places to stay. And Open Doors partners will try to make connections with people who will listen to the gospel. And it's done prayerfully and it's done carefully. And there's significant vetting to make sure it's not North Korean espionage going on. Uh, it's checked that it's secure. But doing that can help us actually reach North Koreans who have never heard the gospel before. And the thing is, is that North Korean citizens are warned not to go to places like this if they travel to China. The government will warn them. Uh, they'll say, if anyone takes you to some place like a safe house and teaches the Bible, just run away. And so these North Koreans might come and they've been told things beforehand, but so far we haven't had anybody who's tried to run away because of, of those threats from North Korea. Which just goes to show uh, how beautiful the gospel is to them. Now, just because a, a North Korean comes out of the country and ends up in a safe house and maybe gets biblical training and stuff, that doesn't mean that they have left North Korea for good. They might still go back. Yeah, and of course there's a lot of challenges and, and danger that's involved in that because once you're back in North Korea communicating with uh, with your contacts in the safe house in China and, and with Open Doors partners is extremely difficult and, like I said, very dangerous. But uh, every so often you do hear a story of someone who's gone on to bear gospel fruit in North Korea. I remember one story of a man who received uh, biblical training and, and he actually became a Christian in an open door safe house in China um, and learned about Jesus and learned about the Bible. Uh, and after some time, he had to go back to North Korea. And the team there didn't hear from him for several months after that. And then one day they got a message from him uh, saying that he had been able to tell people about the gospel and they were now having Christian meetings in North Korea. And it was the first time they'd heard from him. And so there was a little bit of suspicion, like, is this a trap? Uh, is he trying to get our contact information? And so they were a little bit wary about it. And then a little bit later, he actually sent a photo of the church service. He blocked out people's faces and just showed their backs, but they were gathering together in worship. And it just goes to show how this one man who learned about Jesus in China was able to go back and grow the gospel exponentially within his North Korean community, despite all the opposition to that. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty incredible story and uh, incredible to see what God is doing through Christians in North Korea. Uh, if you would like to learn more about North Korea and what the situation is like or someone escaping North Korea, we do actually have a couple of books in our online bookstore, which we will link in the bio of the podcast. Uh, before we end the podcast today, we did want to take a moment and just pray for our brothers and sisters in North Korea. And so here are a couple ways that you could be praying today. The first way that you could be praying is pray that uh, North Korean believers uh, will be able to get access to the radios and uh, keep their radios in good condition so that they continue to work. Yeah, and of course, be praying for the security and protection of everyone who's involved the the workers in the safe houses, the secret believers in North Korea, and all the communication in between. And you know what? We want to pray for North Korean Christians in the country, many of who are in prison camps. And so let's pray today for our brothers and sisters in North Korea. 
Father God, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in North Korea. God, we thank you for the way that you are working, God, the things that you are doing, God, and we lift up them, them up to you today, God. We know the difficult circumstances and situations that they face, and yet, God, they remain faithful to you, and so, God, we're thankful for them, God, and we, we just ask today that you would strengthen them, God. We think of North Korean believers who are uh, imprisoned, God, we pray that today the, 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 your presence and your peace would overwhelm them, uh, God, that they would just have this overwhelming sense of, of you sitting with them in prison, Father God. And may today, may they be able to rejoice and sing like Paul and Silas in prison, God, because they know that they have not been abandoned, but that you are with them. God, we think of uh, believers who are coming to safe houses in, in China, God, and all that are involved in that ministry, God, we just pray your your protection over them, God. We pray, Father God, that you would protect them from uh, espionage, that you would protect them from authorities that would, would seek to disrupt this ministry, God. We pray that you would protect them from the work of the evil one, Father God, and we just pray that it, this ministry would continue to bear much fruit, God, and, and we pray that uh, it would continue to be successful that the North Koreans would continue to be able to get across the border going in both directions when necessary, God, and that uh, that this work would continue. God, and we think of uh, the many North Koreans who are receiving the gospel through radios, God, and we thank you for that ministry, God, but we ask, God, that more radios would get to believers. We ask, God, that, that broken radios would be miraculously repaired. God, we ask that batteries, life would be extended. God, we ask, God, that these radios would continue to function even when uh, they, they shouldn't, God, so that your word and your gospel would continue to be preached in North Korea. God, strengthen our brothers and sisters there. May the church continue to grow. May secret fellowships continue to meet, Father God, and may they see the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ in their lives on a daily basis. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, for the World Watch Weekly podcast again this week. Thanks for continuing to pray for your persecuted family. And again, thanks for your continued support of the podcast over the last uh, many, many months. As always, you can find out more about Open Doors, about our work, and about how you can pray for the persecuted church at opendoorscanada.org. And uh, make sure to give us a follow on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as join our Discord channel where you can post your prayers, you can ask questions, you can uh, learn more about uh, everything that we've been talking about, and we'll post a link to that in the description as well. We do have a specific channel on the Discord which you can ask questions about the podcast and talk to us about the recent episodes if you'd like. So we hope to see you there, uh, and until then, thanks for joining us. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find more ways to pray for your persecuted family on our website at opendoorscanada.org or follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada. 